0: Back to this week's episode of a cup of tea and a biscuit. If you've enjoyed our weekly catch ups, please feel free to like, comment, and share. As usual, I'm your host Pranusha Naidu, and today's episode is entitled Faithing It Till You Make It, and we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. We touched on this briefly in episode one, but today I'd like to take a deeper dive. For me personally, Imposter syndrome has plagued me at various points in my career, either whilst transitioning into a new role or being the the recipient of awards. And lately, I've had several discussions with a few women in my inner circle who have shared similar experiences. And hence, I felt the need to talk about this a bit more than we already have. Imposter syndrome is characterized by persistent feelings of self-doubt or feeling like a fraud. Oddly enough, it disproportionately affects high-achieving individuals who tend to question their worthiness and accolades and often represents a juxtaposition of how one perceives themselves versus how others perceive us. Praise and accomplishment are often written off and there is little belief in celebrating and acknowledging one's success. And what tends to happen is that you end up forcing yourself to work even harder, feeling the need to prove yourself, your ability, or to prevent others from recognizing what you deem as perceived failures as you don't believe the the success you have attained. This becomes a spiral of self-inflicted and self-destructive harm and can lead to further anxiety, depression, and feelings of guilt. In her book, The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, Why Capable People Suffer from Imposter Syndrome and How to Thrive in Spite of It, Dr. Valerie Young explains the five types of imposter syndrome archetypes. So today, let's start unpacking those and see how they tend to manifest, and maybe some of this will resonate with you. The first archetype is the perfectionist. Already known for setting high standards of achievement, these individuals need a high level of control in most situations. Taking charge is their motto, and if they're unable to reach their goal, which is sometimes not realistic to us mere mortals, they will still criticize themselves really harshly and have feelings of shame and guilt and failure. Then we have our superheroes. The ones that try to do everything all the time, running themselves ragged and burning the candle at both ends. Generally, you will find these are the individuals that are staying later in the office and finishing more than what is expected of them, struggling to find a balance or even being able to struggle to relax. And despite everyone else noticing their hard work and their contribution, they will still question if what they're doing is enough or if they could even do things better. Our third archetypes are those referred to as the natural genius. They base a lot of their worth on their natural or innate ability to achieve things without expending much effort. To those types of individuals it is more about the ease or speed required to complete an activity and they are synonymous with being the smart one in the room, the one that excels easily and they tend to hate with an intense passion things that they're not able to do well. And if it takes them longer to gain competency in an area of work it inevitably leads to feelings of frustration, shame and guilt. The fourth archetype is our loners or soloists. These individuals hate to ask for help. They perceive this as a weakness and that it might reveal to their peers that they are incapable of the job. Independence is vitally important to them, but can be extended to further extremes and sometimes extremely detrimental because even if they're drowning in work, They are unwilling to ask for help, and this is utterly devastating to them, and inevitably shame sets in. Our final archetype is that of the expert. These individuals base their worth on what or how much they know about a subject matter. They have a fundamental desire to know absolutely everything about a subject that they search for. And learning can actually get in the way of accomplishing the task at times, and they often feel that they need to head into any meeting knowing all the answers, lest they be found out by their peers or perceived as a fraud. The causes of imposter syndrome are not clearly understood, but it seems more plausible that there are a number of factors, or rather a combination of factors, that can instigate the lack of confidence. These vary from upbringing to childhood programming to individual personality traits, any mental health conditions or stresses and of course the simple anxiety of taking on new responsibilities. There is one thing that I think is worth mentioning as a side note and is something to keep in mind as this relates to the impact of conscious or sometimes unconscious bias which when combined with the earlier factors we've just discussed elements of gender bias racism or any other bias for that matter can have an impact on imposter syndrome being planted in an environment where you're exposed to the biases of other people can propel one to work harder In an attempt to almost disprove the perception of you or where you feel like you need to control the narrative. So, what tends to happen is that you end up working harder and burning yourself out in the desire and need to constantly outperform the narrative that has been created around you. You need to be aware and cognizant of how this can affect your performance and can negatively reinforce your jaded perception of not being good enough. At the start of the podcast, I mentioned that I'd been talking to a few people that had recently been challenged with imposter syndrome. One of these people is my very dearest friend, who is not only brilliant, beautiful, and amazing, but maybe that's my bias showing now, Now, this beautiful soul is highly accomplished, has lived in multiple countries, worked in some amazing jobs that anyone would kill for. And she's now transitioning into something even bigger, which involves a brand new journey for her and a start in a new country. And despite not even starting the role yet, is already questioning how and why she got the role and if she will be able to meet the expectations that the role will demand of her. The first thing that popped in my head was, how could this be happening? She is amazing in what she does, but imposter syndrome affects us all. My advice was to first breathe. Secondly, I questioned the perception of her manager and their ability to make decisions. Well, quite frankly, my words were actually not so nice. I asked very bluntly, if she thought her new manager was an idiot and if he was bad at making decisions. Horrified, she answered, of course not. And they seemed really knowledgeable and sound, to which I responded, great. So why would you question their desire or reasoning to hire you? Not only does your manager believe that you are deserving of a seat at the table and can see the potential and ability that you have, they've have actually hired you to take them from point A to B. And now we cannot have you question whether you're even worthy of a start at position A. Her journey was no longer going to be one of worthiness to prove herself to get to A. She now had to be solely focused on the transformation and value that she would bring to the team and organization once she had settled and acclimatized to the new environment. And that acclimatization, like most things, will take time. And more importantly, she already possessed the aptitude and potential to achieve greatness, as it already resides within her. It was not about faking anything until she made it. She would go by faith. An intense faith in herself and recognizing her strength and value. Ladies, we would be faithing it till we made it. So, no matter which archetype you identify with, Or if you're having a wobble as you're moving into a new role or struggling with a lack of confidence, know that you are not alone. A majority of individuals experience this at one point in their career. Reach out to your friends, mentors or trusted advisors to seek help and know that you are capable and deserving of your blessings. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to like, comment and share. Keep the faith, my lovelies. And I wish you love and light. Until next week, cheerio.